Welcome to the GTP Show. I'm your host, Dylan, with my co-host... Hello, I'm Jason. Okay, Jason. Uh, well, I'm hosting this, this uh, podcast thing today. So, this is going to start off. We are going to be f- finishing off season one of our what? podcast. Who <laughs> insert applause here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, so... <laughs> Anyways, good job, Jason. I'm so glad that we've somehow done this in over two years of getting one season done. Um, Anyways, it is, it is, it's fine. Um, So we're going to finish off with kind of a a fun, spicy topic. We're going to be talking about um, twisting of the word. Kind of false teaching, if what do you want to call it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. What do you want to call it, Jason? No, I think we're just going to call this one twi- twisted scripture. Twisted Something. scripture, like twisted Something. sister, but not as good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how you said GTP show. I, I haven't thought of that. It's usually just like GTP podcast, but GTP yeah. show sounds pretty good. I don't know. You know, you let me host. I don't, you know, it's like letting the kid, you know, <laughs> kid color whatever the heck they want. They're just gonna, you know, oh, I like this color. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, do you have any? I mean, any any thoughts of this? I was just thinking of, of you know, this false teaching out there. Um, we've talked about a little bit in the deconstruction of the Bible. Um, and things like that, where people are taking scripture and twisting it and lying. And there's also other, you know, things that go along with that, like with false teaching and uh, false religions as well. Um, yeah, disclaimer, just, yeah, that we're not trying to offend anybody. We are just simply talking about, you know, our views and, you know, we respect everybody. Doesn't mean we do, we agree with you though. The uh, Bible does offend people. That's just how it is. I don't. I oh, don't the Bible offends you. Well, I'm like, well, we're not trying to hurt people. <laughs> I I'm not but out to you, attack. I think that's yeah, the thing. It's like I'm yeah, not trying to be aggressive. I'm being informative, and same with yeah. Dylan. It's like I- information is being given, whether that makes it, it. It's not trying to be aggressive and demeaning or. Anything no. like that. It's just we're giving out information and sharing and studying and reading these things so that we can share with you guys, the viewers and listeners, because there will be some sort of video thing that I'll have on YouTube because I've been doing that. Um I I think yeah. I think I think I'll actually call this episode uh top context broken scriptures or context broken no scriptures. you know what twisted scriptures that's a lot smoother off of it <laughs> you can put little parentheses of what this is season finale twisted uh, scriptures instead of you know a whole paragraph for the intro season finale <laughs> yeah i know if we do season finale twisted scripture that works i can, i'll deal with that because that's going to be scribble with my crayons dang it because <laughs> I'm going to make I'm going to make this into a blog as well, blog post for us because Ooh. it's season finale, so it's got to be important. Is, is that going to be on the website? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, that's going to be on the Gospel Truth Project. 
dot com. Yeah. yeah. I okay. Where you so, can find all our socials and our merch and all that stuff. Everything. It's a plug, but it's not a plug. It's a it's a hard. It, it's it's definitely a plug. It's just uh, oh, here's yeah. our plug. I <laughs> I do I do want to take over the podcast for like two minutes though before before we get into your awesome okay. topic. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Please go ahead. Because this, this is the end of season one. Um, season two is going to be absolutely insane. Awesome. It, yeah, it's going to be really really cool. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be insane. And. <laughs> The reason why is because with season two, we're updating our logo on everything to the GTP logo. If you haven't seen it yet, go to gospeltruthproject.com. Go to our Twitter page. It's already updated. And for season two, we're actually going to start doing individual graphics for each. each what? Uh, yeah, each one that goes out, we're going to start doing a little bit more customization. More, uh, We started doing transcripts as well for people who can't hear, who are deaf. There will actually ah. be transcripts available on our what? RSS feed. And ah. I already started that. <laughs> yeah. And oh. then um, we're working <laughs> on becoming uh, Apple uh, affiliates. That just means that there's going to be subscription-based stuff that's available on Apple. It's the same concept. 75% goes towards charity. And with the cool thing on the subscription side, on Apple is going to have very exclusive extended episode so we might do an episode here and wherever you're listening if it's not apple and it's like an hour long well on apple will be an hour long and then there's going to be an, a bonus content episode which is going to have another hour's worth of content based on the same subject but more in depth so you can yeah, enjoy us our here guys our deep yeah. dive more or less and um yeah. dive. you know uh, a deep dive on a, you know on more what we feel um, right. Just, you know, because it's hard to fit everything into an hour. Um, well, as you guys can see, sometimes our episodes go, you know, over. So this way it just allows us to get more our information out and uh, allows you guys to actually um, hear the full contents of what we're thinking and to get more discussion in and right. uh, just to learn more. That's the whole point of this is to talk it out uh and just to hear you know mm-hmm. different I, point and, of view right and and i think uh to kind of give a sample of that two episodes ago i was i was given the context for verses i still mention it like i will still mention it like for example uh one of the verses we're talking about jeremiah twenty nine eleven. i'll give context for that um I'll say like it's oh that's that's verse this the this is the context and this is where it's talking about. So in the extra bonus episodes, we'll be going in depth to context to why the conclusion was given to that point. Instead of just sharing a verse and talking about the verse, um, we're going to give more in depth to the context and really study into it. And I think uh, that's going to be very prosperous for everybody listening and everybody subscribed because that encourages us to continue to really give every single reason biblically why we believe what we believe. And it's really important to understand that the Bible wasn't, wasn't written with chapters and verses. It was written as letters and sections and scrolls. So we separated it by chapter um, book and verse to make it easier to read and easier to reference and stuff like that. But the Bible 
it written in its true form is not split up by verse and chapter it's split up by letter or split up by um, book or it's split up by like different ways like that. So when, you, when we want to study it, we want to make sure that we're not just pulling a verse out of context, coming back to topic <laughs> and just read the yeah. one verse and say, that's what it's talking about because context, context, context. All right. You can take it back. Yeah, no, I like to just piggyback a little bit what you said. Um, it's exactly like that. Um, I thought you brought up Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. That's good verse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like you need to read, like you said, read the couple verses before and after, because that's I think one of the biggest ways that the word is twisted, and you know, all of that is kind of it's. It changes everything because you can. Oh, if you just take, you know, like I like, you know, I do not like cats, and you take out don't, and it's like, oh, well, now he likes cats, or you know, it's easy just to take out. Whoa, you got cut out there. Uh, it, yeah, it's easy to take out verses out of context. It's easy to remove them. Um, just like. For example, John eleven thirty five. If you take that out of context, you could say, "Oh yeah, Jesus cried. He he cried a lot." And you can kind of try to make the assumption that he cried all the time. And that's why did he cry? It's really important to know. So, um, yeah. And uh, that's a very good point. There you are. So, we lost you for a minute there. Did you really? Or are you? Or are you? I know I don't think this I think what happens is that I lost you you're it just cut out so I started talking and then you just came back when I mentioned it but at the same time I think Craig is recording both of us independently so it's going to make sure that there's no gap so I'll have some editing to do but it's fine (laughs) it's fine that's the fun part isn't it (laughs) honestly You heard what yeah. I said about John, uh, Jesus wept? Yeah. Okay. I didn't hear anything qu- you were saying I during was, that. I was quiet the whole time, and then I spoke up because I was listening. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, so that's exactly what we're... So, yeah. Your episode makes sense. We're talking about scripture that's twisted. <laughs> yeah. So, you brought up Jeremiah uh, twenty nine eleven. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, that is, you know, that one off the top of your head. Yeah. What is that? That's the, for the, for, I know the plans, right? That I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And it's like one of the top five verse, most common and most known verses out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. By far. Yeah. Even I'm like, yeah, I kind of recognize this one. I think I know it. Um, <laughs> So let's talk about that. So how is this first taken out of contents or twisted? So, okay. So I know uh, for listeners out there, we do have like, we picked five verses that are, we see as taken out of context that are very common that people quote a lot. And sadly, both non-Christian and Christian people quote it and use it out of context to either make fun or to back up points that are not biblical. Straight and simple. Mm -hmm. For example, this one, 
Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, as you heard, it sounds like praying to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. So what is this about? So it's really important for context, like we said before. If you open up Jeremiah 29, 11, you actually see it, it's a letter, right? And this is really cool because it's not written to only one person at all. The you in there is written to the people Jeremiah writes to, which are the exiled Jews in this instance. Um, it's a response to a false prophet named Hananiah. And ironically, Hananiah had been like prophesying prosperity to them. And it would be fulfilled within two That's years. That's not what was happening. Right. That's and not then, what was happening. And, and this chapter really 29. Quick, this, yeah. this real quick. Okay. Yeah. So, so people know about Jeremiah. Everything. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah is the book right before Daniel. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I don't know why I was thinking Job for a second. Uh, it was <laughs> Jeremiah. And he basically, his job was to tell everybody the bad news. Like, you guys, we suck. We need to be better. Like, like <laughs> if we don't do this, God is not going to, like, we're going to be captured. You have to listen to me, please. He's like, I don't want to have to be the bearer of bad news, but guys. And this poor guy. Had never had a single convert or somebody follow him. Well, like, no, why? Talk about a rough, a, a rough ministry. I couldn't imagine doing youth group where nobody comes. Like, well, here's all the streets, but nobody shows up. Like, right. You can sum up Jeremiah, the whole book of Jeremiah, in two sentences because. He basically called men and women to turn away from all their fleshly desires, all their dependencies on everything like idols, got false gods, etc., and all their stuff yeah. they were practicing, and said to go back to Yahweh, go back to God. And that's literally the whole book is that he was just like, you guys, this is wrong. We're going to get in trouble or whatever. He was like, "There's yeah. this is walking away. And so with this out of context, that that is the kind of context going on and jeremiah refutes hananiah and then says that yep. false prophecy and says it won't be more than 70 years before <laughs> israel sees freedom again and they're like we like hananiah's too <laughs> yeah like we don't you keep saying mean things we don't like you <laughs> that's rough it's, it's like Hey, I'm just being honest. You just Jeremiah is being straight up, and this is Jeremiah in the Bible. This is not Jeremiah who was a bullfrog. Right now, <laughs> it's important that we know the difference because this has nothing to do with three dogs blind. Um, so all right, it, it's that's, that's we're often yeah we're often tempted to believe that this verse is about like our personal well-being, mm -hmm. but the big picture here is that it's not about us at all. These plans. That, that's being referred to when God is saying this, there actually is plans for his people, like his, as a whole, as a group. And they're going to ultimately point to Jesus. And the promise for the future and the hope that we long for within this is fulfilled within Jesus' death and resurrection. So when we see this verse, it's really easy to be like, hey, that's not about us. This is about the promise that's coming to his people, which is the salvation through Jesus Christ. And we see that through his death and resurrection. It's ultimately about the Savior. So I, that's the, that one out of context. So um, that, that I, hope, I hope that brings a little bit more context. I used to quote this verse thinking, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to get better. But 
that that's that promise it's always pulled and it comes back to like mm. the prosperity gospel on that one but mm, mm. yep go listen to that episode we did a prosperity episode <laughs> we did look at us go all right wow we're referencing back now like we actually able to do that it's crazy love it um, so number 2 number it's 2 would be, i would say romans 8:28 what's which um, one's that that's and we know oh that god things. what the all good things yeah okay go for it i think yeah, i know that, which one this is cuz all things to work together for mm-hmm. God, good for good for those who love God, to those who are called accordingly to His plan and purpose. Mm-hmm. So I was saying, good things. Everybody, you, this is basically people. Oh, you know, the typical. If you, I love Jesus, only good things should happen to me. Mm-hmm. Good things, yeah. God. You know, uh, God also. You know, I always come back to poor Stephen. Stephen. Oh my God. Stephen was, you know, he was, he's like, I love Jesus. I got the Holy Spirit in me. And they're like, kill him. Mm. And they did. Like, but he died, like, literally praising God. And it's like, but you have to remember, like, nobody's called because we live in a fallen world. This is so taken out of context because, you know, it's like, why do people get cancer? If God, you know, this is oh God's so good, you know, like all good things come from him, so why is there bad things? It's like because if you read Genesis, read the beginning, we Adam and Eve, like humankind, we they chose. They chose. Mm-hmm. We True. chose to have a sinful world to not, not listen and obey. Mm-hmm. There's a reason there's turmoil like in the Middle East. You know, right. you look at that, the whole reason for that is you know, starts with Abr- Abram, Abraham, you know. It's like, mm. go with your wife and and have a son. I'm too old. That's crazy. I'm going to go see with my <laughs> maid. So, okay, mm. well, now her that descendants are going to fight over that land and, and uh, beat after your people. And then we get, they finally get there, and it's like, cool. Oh, we go, go spend some spies to see if we take back our land. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joshua, Caleb, yeah, we can do it. Everybody else, no, now you're in the desert. And they go there. Okay, wipe out everybody, because we have to wipe out everybody. Make it new. And he's like, oh, I like these people, though. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, now they're going to be fighting for the land the whole time. Forever. And see, it's, it's, the, it's because of those decisions that were made prior that it's not easy-peasy. There's all these problems, because other people have screwed up in the past, too. We were given free will. We've been given free will from the day one. And and that's the fault with this world. And that's the whole point of coming to Jesus. Because with him and the new world, there will be no fault. There will be none of that. And this will definitely mean that then. <laughs> well, yeah, just to kind of jump in and in add on. Right. Yeah. To add on, you can see the very first section. It says, for those who love God, that, that section right there translated from original, like, uh, in this instance, Greek, it, you, you know that it's talking about who love God confidently, who who strongly love God. Uh, and when it says all things work together for good, it's it's not like a now good, it's an eventual good. So the word good doesn't necessarily mean happy or 
painless or financially successful because that's what we think of. But God's ultimate good for us is to glorify us in eternity, which you can read in Revelations 21, verse 1 through 4. Um, and But beyond that, God works in and through us towards an ultimate good that serves his purpose for the universe, right? Um, to the event- to the eventual end. So that's that's kind of the whole point is that we look at good and we compare it to our culture, our wants, our desires, when God looks at it and says, this is the good for all mankind, so we will eventually be fulfilled within God's plan and then also in eternity with him be taken care of. Um, just wanted to add that part in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is, yeah, that's perfect. And it's just like you know, we're saying um, good, you know, not right now necessarily. Eventually there will be good. Mm-hmm. That will reign. Um, but like as far as this world goes, there is illness, there is sickness, because there is sin in this world which keeps us from God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you're like, well, then why wouldn't God just make everything, you know, no, no sickness and all that? Because taking away that, you know, where's your test of faith? Well, also, we wouldn't need him. There would be no purpose for needing God. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole point is to, you know, to rely on God, to, you know, be in his word, to know his word. So, uh, yeah. It, it, we, we needed to have a whole episode talking about why is there evil? And that I will gladly host an episode talking about season that. Two? Season two. Season <laughs> two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll gladly talk. I'll, I'll gladly host that episode because um, there's a lot to it, and it's not just because God's like well, you have to need me. There's so much more to it, and we're given choices, and choices, and people are allowed to make choices, and those lead to other choices and other situations. There's always consequences to everything. So we'll definitely talk about that on season two. So expect that. Season two. Season two. <laughs> Which season two is going to start in uh, August, the first week of August. So just be prepared. Wow, that's great timing right there. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to be a little busy that first week of August, but I think but we'll make it work. <laughs> it'll, it'll work out because, you know, you and me have record schedules up to then, so we'll be fine. <laughs> that is true. We do. Well, yeah. Yeah. Which See, I'm not thinking. Because I don't think the audience knows or anything. No, not yet. But, no, but <laughs> so August, August, the beginning of August, this is put it this way. I, I will be no longer a bachelor. That's and I will fun. be um, I'll be getting married, so that is fun. Um, I'm excited. So yeah, so that's when I said, "I'm like, oh, the first week. That's that. Yeah. That's not that far away." Is no, it? no, no, no. It's two weeks. Well, two and a half ish. Oh, that two. is two. Okay. less than two. Sure. That is crazy, but that's awesome, though. I'm super excited. Both me and my fiance were excited for it. Um, I'd hope so. Plan out, and that's why I'll be honest. Over this past year, the episodes have probably been a little sporadic and all over the place because I have been busy doing that, 
did not really share much of that. Um, Jason knew. That's why, you know, yeah. the season two now, um, we've locked in a schedule now and everything. So we've got it down now. No more. Just kind of before it was like, hey, you want to record today? Okay, yeah. So now we are going to move them forward. Yeah. And actually had it scheduled because life's getting busier and uh, things are happening. So I'm excited. Yep. Seasons are going to be 12 episodes each season and um, last six yep. months. So six months, it swaps out to the next season, to the next season, yep. et cetera. Um, so, so, Mr. Host, what's next? Well, marriage. Oh, I mean, no. Uh, where are we? <laughs> <at>? <laughs> um, where are the notes? I just had up. Oh, so we were talking about Romans. Yeah, yeah, we did that one. Okay, and then you. What were you saying? Romans, and then we're going to talk about Philippians four thirteen. That's the next point right here. And that is, you know, the very, like, this is my my brother's verse on his letterman. Like, you know, this is the one that I was on the promise ring for my fiance when I gave her that one. Because it's the I can do all things verse. Mm-hmm. And you go ahead and read it because I know you're excited about this one. Yes. Uh, American Standard Version says I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And uh, this... Verse is a great verse, but always taken out of context. The context here is actually verse 10 through 20, that whole section where Oh my um, goodness, wait, you're telling me people take things out of contents? No way. Yeah. And, it's and almost sadly, like this, this whole topic is about. <laughs> right. And sadly, it's like even religious leaders, like people in in teaching positions always take stuff out of context too. And this is one of those mm-hmm. things out of context. And the context is verse 10 to 20. Um, we can see now that I can, like I probably do now too after hearing you say it so many times. <laughs> because I think I say that all the time. Like, hey, come on, I need all things to Christ. Uh, yeah, it's just a, com- it's a it's an easy thing to just say, and people say it all the time, and they use it to defend their position or whatever they're doing. Um, but with with this, however, Paul's comment is specifically referring to the ability of a Christian to endure under hardship and persecution, despite well-meaning use of the words. This, this text doesn't, it does not teach that Christian is empowered to accomplish any task simply because they are saved. The, the, this perspective can be found in the old Testament, actually, when it talks about, um, God will allow him to endure anything, kind of like get you through things. Uh, it refers to Jeremiah 3217, which notes that nothing is too hard for the Lord. Job 42.2, which declares God can do anything. And then God's closest followers have long known that with God, nothing is impossible, whether Abraham's promised son Isaac, the people of Israel crossing the Red Sea, or the people entering the promised land under the leadership of Joshua. God provides on time, in his time, every time. Paul's confidence can, you can see his confidence can be found throughout his writings. 2 Corinthians 3, 2 yep. Corinthians 7, 8, chapter 10, chapter 11, Galatians 5, Ephesians 3, Thessalonians 3. These are all good things that are showing the confidence there that no matter what you're going through, you lean on God, rely on God, and rely on the Holy Spirit that's been gifted to us as being saved by Christ and accepting Christ. 
that it will he will strengthen us through anything that all these hardships and anything we have to deal with he will give me strength to see it through and that's something that um that is important to note and especially when it came down to job's story you can see that was the same concept but it, it's yeah it's important to note that that verse is not just saying you're you're now gifted go fly <laughs> yeah no that's i think it's a really good point though is that it's it's you can do all things through christ it's more in the sense of like you said it is through the hardships of being a believer and mm-hmm. the things that will come up with it like this you know the persecution the judgment the you know just the well, like it says, it kind of goes along with the other verse we we're talking about. Uh, you know, there's hardships in following mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. And I think that's part of it is this taken out of like, yeah, this is referring to the hardships of Christ, not just the hardships of your day, but it's the hardship of, of your walk with Christ. I yeah. feel, you know, there's times where, you know, oh man, have I been praying enough? I've been, you know, reading enough these are all things that you know even as a pastor like you do think you think oh man like i should be doing this more and and that's i think that's a verse definitely to keep in mind because you do want to you know keeping god first and doing all things through him that's the key Mm -hmm. because he is you know he is our rock he is our strength so we can do all things through christ we're going, through, you know, oh, what's that one country song where you're going through hell? Keep on going. I don't, I don't know country songs. I know, I I know it's a song. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably going through hell or something. I don't know, but you know, I don't know. Um, but you know what I mean. Um, you, you you asked me something about the Bible, I'll pull it up. But you asked me about country music, it's just whoop, right over the head. Oh, yeah, I know nothing. Um, I think it was at the fair one time. That's why I know it. The guy, whoever does that song, he was live at the fair. And I think we were all there. Oh, no. Let this rhyme. I feel very like Dr. Seuss right now. Um, but, you know, it's, it's true. And I just think of that. This verse is Philippians now, thinking about that. You know, uh, you're going through hardships and everything. It just reminds, reminds me of my verse, Romans one sixteen. then. Of being unashamed, and not only being unashamed of Christ, <laughs> but being under, no, but the first being unashamed, unashamed of when you fall short, mm-hmm. and relying on that strength from God, and you know relying on that to be a rock. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. I don't know. I just have to throw it in there because I haven't thrown it in there for the past couple podcasts. So. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, you know, I think we move on to, uh, I think, point four here would be uh, Matthew 7, 7. Oh, okay. Yeah, this um, one. That one's good. I hear that one way too much. And you can see that on coffee mugs, T-shirts. Oh, my gosh. Calendars. It, it is. It is. Ask and keep on asking. It will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and keep. God knock him, and the door will be open to you. Now, the main issue with this 
No. Jesus oh my dang See? <laughs> oh my god. She did not just... Okay. Anyways, you know, don't even mute his microphone. He don't get to talk no more. Okay? <laughs> um, anyways. So, just threw me off like crazy. Um, I'm sorry. So, no, it's all good. It's all good. Keep it kosher. 100, nonetheless. It... <clears throat> Um, so the asking and asking and asking now if I were to ask something you know like ask God Lord Mm -hmm. I want a brand new Ferrari I want a brand new Ferrari I want a brand new Ferrari now look at God's be like okay uh no God can give you a yes or a no if, if I say, God, I want, I want to grow another five inches, you know, mm-hmm. why would he, he he's not going to eat like it. He's not some genie. He's not a magical genie. You can, you know, oh, God, if I pray this five times, I'll answer. It even says it in the Bible. God says his word says, do not repeat prayers and chant things like, you know, like the pagans do. Right? No, yeah, you're talking about Matthew 6 7. Yeah, that's the verse before, right? Uh, it's right before the Lord's Prayer and says, When you're praying, do not use meaningless repetitions as the yes. Gentiles do. It's supposed to be, uh, they like to be heard with their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows who, uh, what yeah. you need before you ask Him. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, you know, one thing that you have to look at this verse. It's like, you know, ask, keep on asking, and it will be given mm-hmm. to you. The thing right. is, though, people forget, like, it can't be like, I want to win the lottery, Lord. You know, I prayed my whole life, and everyone won the lottery. It's also, it's what God's will is. God has a plan, and God knows your heart when you're praying for things. That's mm-hmm. my whole thing. It's like, it upsets me because she's like, well, I pray continuously for, like it says in Matthew 7, 7. It's like, okay, but was... Was your heart in the right place? Sometimes mm-hmm. God can answer with a yes or a no or a not yet. And right. I think, you know, when he answers with a not yet, you know, and wants you to be steadfast in your prayer, sometimes, you know, there's things like, you know, I prayed for uh, uh, my wife for mm-hmm. years. You know it. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I'm looking at that like, I remember being like 16, 15, and I was like, I'm praying for her. Oh, yes, dear Lord, I'm praying for that wife of mine. And, mm-hmm. you know, even being in men's group and, and you know, and, and just, you know, in groups and stuff, and praying for that. Okay. I thought when I was like, you know, 18, I'm like, okay, let's get this going, God. I'm 18. I'm an adult. Get me married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 true, and and you know, and now, uh, you know, uh, nearly eleven years, you know, you know, a decade later, here I am, and it's like, oh, so okay, see, because it would have been my time, I never would have been in anywhere spiritually a leader, equipped or ready, and prepped for that. Right. True. Yeah. And it's like you know. 
and some people are, and it's like both of us to where we are, and it just worked out perfectly in God's timing. You really do see that, which is mm-hmm. the best thing. Yeah. Um, so it's knowing that, like knowing that it's God's timing. God knows what's going on. We mm-hmm. have no clue. So you can be praying, but it's also that there's a yes and a no, and a keep on praying. Yeah, um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, I'll add in uh, for this verse because uh, this verse is dab I mean, smack. <laughs> this verse is dab smack in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. If you don't know it, it's Matthew seven. Read the whole thing. Context for this verse though is actually seven through fourteen, um, because it describes God as generous Father, eager, eager to give good gifts to His praying children, um, and kind of what. Jesus commands his followers to continually ask and seek. No, I said he commands his followers to continually ask and seek with confidence that they'll receive and find. Now, here's the interesting thing um, with this, which is whole thing is that it's not manipulating God's prayer or trying to manipulate God. Like, Hey, give me a million dollars. I'll give half of it to charity. Um, it's prayer is never presented in scripture as a means to merely get our way as if he were merely a magic genie or system for success. Instead, these verses are an invitation to interact with a generous father who loves to hear the prayers of his people. And the cool thing with this is that you can read the verses before it and we can see that the context actually tells us over and over that our goal is true righteous, righteousness, to follow and walk like Jesus did, to ignore the flesh and get rid of the flesh, right? We're dead to ourselves. We're reborn in Christ. And from the heart, we can see Matthew 5, 6, 5, 10, 5, 20, 6, 1, and 6, 33. We, we ask God to become like Jesus, to look like him, to reflect him, to be more like him and what he, what God wants us to walk like. We ask to grow in the areas that he just addressed in the previous verses. We are like, we're seeking what should we, where should we find it? We ask him, we're seeking Jesus. Um, and that's what's cool is that his righteousness will be open to us. And that this verse is taken out of context so much to be like, Oh yeah, you don't have, you don't, have a nice car or a nice house well you know you just got to keep on asking for it and you'll get one like yes god cares about how we live god cares about our situation but we got to realize that it's not about us and it's not about a way to get our way but we pray that god's will be done which is why the example prayer that we were just talking about talks about your will be done lord on it as on earth as it is in heaven, because we're not praying our will, we're praying for God's will. So this is part of that. We're always constantly asking with our from our heart, truly asking him to change us, to to uh, grow us in knowing him, to adapt us, to be more like what he wants us to be in our walk with him in this world that doesn't like him. <laughs> so that was my two cents on this verse. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, it's you know, and there's times where God will answer your prayers and totally be like, there it is, and it's cool. You know, some people, you know, I've seen it where they just they ask for something and God gives it to them, mm-hmm. and that's just how it is with some people. And it's like, well, that's cool. I I just I think of <laughs> it's happened only a few times with me, and <laughs> I think of the time when. I was praying for a TV. I was like, God, give me a TV. And 
And I just remember, you know, I think we were working together. I'm like, I want a new TV. I'm going to pray about it. And then, you know, I found one. Like, oh, I was like, oh. Um, you know, then I found it at Walmart. And I was like, oh, cool. The 55. I found, like, you know, the 55 inch TV. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, only like this is what's money. And then, you know, I go to the store and it was even cheaper. And the same one I looked at was like 65. I was like, Jason. He provided a TV for me. And then I realized I prayed for the TV, but did I pray for transportation? Because <laughs> Honda Accord don't fit a 65-inch TV. <laughs> and then that's when I really, you know, had to start digging in and trusting that something would happen because you start calling your buddies and they're, oh, I'm out of town. Oh, I can't do this. It's like, okay, God, just give me the person to call. And then, you know, <laughs> I see I see one of our friends go drive by in their truck. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just bought a TV. He's like, dude, I can give you this. I'm like, sweet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things like that. It's just like, you know, God knows has a plan for everything. And sometimes it doesn't feel like, you know, you know what's going on. Right. Even when you are praying and listening. Sometimes it's like, well, why, God? Why would you let this happen right now? But. You just gotta keep on going, um, yeah. Because see, he will open the doors. So, like, like it says in Matthew seven, he will open the doors. But you know, whether we're praying with the right content, you know, the right heart too. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I thinking about? Was it? Oh yeah, last point we were gonna talk about was Mark ten twenty seven. So you wanna oh, go ahead and yeah. read that real quick? Yeah. Uh yeah, Mark ten twenty seven. I know this one because I've I've heard this way too many times in all my forums. Uh looking at them, Jesus said, With people it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. This thing is taken out of context more than um uh Prius is taken off the highway. Uh <laughs> 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 well it's like looking at him with me said jesus said with people it is impossible with god all mm-hmm. things impossible with god so mm-hmm. that's basically another thing about like enduring endurance and things with your faith if i jump off the side of a building and say i'm going to fly because all things are impossible not you know are possible with god god will look at me going like you dingus like, mm-hmm. no. You are not a bird. You cannot fly. <laughs> okay? You know, no, you ain't no average for the last airbender. You're going to die. Like, right. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like, dude, you know, it's like, it's things within reason, too. God can heal, and we can do all things like that that are spiritual gifts that he is you know ordained and given to us mm-hmm. it's but you can't expect you know you also have to be willing to help yourself and do things you know and trust in god mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is that you're like oh well, i'm a christian so anything i can do you know it's all possible I, those are the small I, things yeah um, I have a I have a cross I cross um idea for for this verse and and there's oh, context 
No, go for it. So the context here is uh, actually verse 17 to 31 in this context. And we, we see that this is where um, Jesus is actually talking to this wealthy young man who asks Jesus about eternal life and gets an unexpected answer. Yes, this um, one. Yeah, his response to Jesus shows answer shows that his right his interest in God is limited to by only one thing, his money. Um, so with this verse, you see it says, "With man it is impossible, not with, uh, but not with God. For all things are possible with God." So what's one verse? Just one verse before it, even just one verse of context before it says, "They exceedingly astonished and said to him, then who can be saved?" Right. Just the one verse before, he's saying, with man it is impossible because we cannot, it's the heart of the gospel here, that we cannot do anything to be saved. Not on our own merits, nothing that we do specifically will get us saved, but but for grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, but is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no man may boast, which is Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Jesus is not introducing a new way of salvation here. Uh, you can see in Hebrews 11, 1 to 2, it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, for by it the people of old received their commandment uh, commendations. So the passage that then gives a list of people from the Old Testament who were saved by faith, but the roster didn't begin with Moses or someone else who had received the law. Rather, it started with Abel which is interesting from the second generation of people on earth, everyone who is, has been, or will be saved is saved by grace through faith, which is crazy ideology when people don't really think of it that way. But that is for what the Bible explains it as. Wait, uh, what? You said that again? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, it In Hebrews 11, it goes on to say the people who've been saved by faith rather than works. And it goes all the way back to Abel. Lily's second generation of people. You're saying it's by faith, not by our works that we're saved? Correct. And in Old Testament, here's the crazy thing, and this is what people need to understand, is that Old Testament, (laughs) right, people in the Old Testament were saved by works. Jesus created a new covenant that's outside of time because he's outside of time. His covenant was far beyond everything that anybody ever saw coming. And that's why it's like he died for all our sins and all in the term of all is literally all past, present and future, which is even more insane when you start thinking about what yeah. that context is. And in Hebrews 11, well, all it, means all and that's all it means. Oh, right. But people back then thought I had to do all these things to be saved. But then you see the transition and then people are like, well, Jesus didn't die yet. How were people saved by faith because he didn't die yet? And it's like, because when he died, it covered all. And it was by faith people were saved from from the beginning of time to, to the end of time. This is the standard. And it, it's an, an insane thing to see. And that's why you see this in this where it's like, for all things are possible with God. It's really easy to say that God is not limited by what our mentality and how we see things. And this is just verifying that, that God's not limited to by the things that we understand, know, and see. And as selfish as arrogant that we are, humanity still struggles to accept this idea. Because Jesus, even in this instance, Jesus says it's difficult for the rich to trust God for salvation. Um, conversely, there are like several cases in the Bible where despised 
criminals do have faith. Like Levi, the tax collector, he became a disciple. Zac- uh, Zacchaeus cheated those that he collected taxes from, but happily pays him back after his conversion. You see the thief who was crucified next to Jesus acknowledge and embrace his um, help in his helpless state. Paul, who persecuted uh, who persecuted a church, gave his life spreading the gospel to the Gentiles. So the cool thing here, I'll, I'll wrap this up so you can kind of take over again. Salvation is not restricted to those who grew. Yeah. Salvation is not restricted to those who grew up in the church, went to Sunday school and tried to be good. It's easy and all too common to write certain people off as too far gone or beyond hope. But God also offers grace to the vilest of people the traffickers, the rapists, the terrorists, the dictators, anybody that you can imagine that it's like that person's too far gone. When it comes to salvation, there's no difference between the good person and the criminal. James 2.10. I brought James in. And who come to faith in Christ can be forgiven and saved. Uh, Jesus did not come to call the righteous, but call the sinners. Mark 2.17. That's good, man. That's my pulpit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, but no, uh, I think that's very true. I, you know, question was like, do you think Hitler's in heaven? I'm like, I don't know if he repented. I don't, I don't know. know. He, you can see by his life that he didn't have faith in Christ and he didn't trust God. You can see that by how he lived life and how that worked out. It's not just saying I have faith in Christ. Which is why it's important to know, like, I'm just saying this because you brought this up. (laughs) It's important to understand that it is, it's a, I am surrendering my life to Christ as he is my savior. And as my, like, as my father in heaven, I'm giving my life to him because I trust in him. I have faith in him and believe that he was the son of God who was risen from the dead and died for my sins. And that conversion brings the Holy Spirit. It is not just a, I believe in Jesus Christ and then you're dead, like right before you die. That's not how that works. And cartoons make fun of it all the time. But it's it's not just a, a verbal thing to say. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, it, it's something more, which go see our salvation episode. <laughs> I, I, I can't hear I can't hear you. Now I can hear you. I just okay. disconnected me. It's because it heard me. Say, it heard me talk about somebody. They're like, "No, nope, cut them off." <laughs> Maybe I don't know. No. What did you say? Just... <laughs> I I said, I said, go see our salvation episode to learn more. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, agreed. I'm just saying, nobody knows. Like I said, nobody knows what anybody's going through in the last seconds of their life, whether they accept, you know, believe, or pass. So that's yep. all I said. Yep. Um. Yeah. Man, oh man. It's uh these verses now. These aren't. I let's reiterate. These aren't the only verses taken out of context. But oh. these are definitely some of the top verses taken out of context. Very easily, some yeah. of the top. Yeah. And like, right, and like Dylan mentioned, we, we, we can go on for a long time 
which is why oh, we yeah. only picked five. We picked the five top ones that we hear, and that you know, we like Dylan mentioned, twenty no problem. So, oh, um, yeah. oh the whole yeah, Bible's taken know. out of context. <laughs> the whole Bible's oh, taken out of context. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's just the way that we need to think. You know, it's good to talk about certain topics and things that, you know, we find and see. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more than that, I feel at times. So. I think it just comes down to make sure that you are using the tools you have to verify how you are reading and studying things and don't just take what someone says is face at face value. Like, dear Lord, please do not take what we say at face value and just be like, yep, they're right. I, I want we 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 want you to read, study. We're giving you points to study on, to read in, and to grow in to help you guide help guide you to the right p- place to start studying by giving you context versus understanding. Like when you see this, read the verse before, read the context, understand what the translations are here. Yo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like you have to, right? And I, you know, like I said before, Jason, like every time he brings a Bible verse, I'm not trying to pull it up, see if he's quoting it right, saying it right. If there's anything you get out of this, always, always question everything and look it, like, look it up. Be, equip yourself with the word and know what the heck's going on because if you don't know anything you'll fall for everything you know what I mean if you don't know the word and then you hear mm-hmm. something like they do with the deconstruction which is another episode to check out mm-hmm. like you could fall for it so easily it's like well that kind of makes sense no Read all the verses. Read the first couple before it and the couple after. Know it, understand mm-hmm. it, look it up. Study Bible it, you know, like reference it. Don't just believe it at face value, like you said. Be like the Barians. If, uh, yes. if you don't know who that is, Acts 17. Uh, Barians are literally the ancient people of, uh, from Barioa. Uh, Baroia, sorry, my bad. Baroia, Baroia, Barians. Anyways, um, they were (laughs) right. They were eager to read, study, and scripture and grow, and to the point where they um, they were preached at, and they're like, "Uh, actually, what you're preaching, you're missing something. That's actually incorrect. Here, look, (laughs) and it's like, great job, like. Thank you for correcting me. Like I got corrected last week one time on one of the pod, uh, one of the Facebook groups I was in. I was like, "Thank you for correcting me." Now I know, and it's really easy to know because I look at the Bible. I need to go look. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was the whole topic. Our last, our last podcast topic that we yeah. did about like um, uh, once saved, always saved. I always believed that if you truly knew God, if you truly believed in Him, there was no way for you to want to walk away. But I was quickly corrected yeah. because Bible says they true believers like Hebrew was talking to Christians 
they can mm-hmm. fall away and walk away because they fall to lies, deceit, or they just do not want the truth because they like gratifying the flesh. All these different things. Yep. So I was like, it, it just makes it more heartbreaking in the long run. Sure. But I was, yeah. but I was corrected. So that's what I was corrected yeah. on. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Well, what else is in Chocolate right now? Is this a re- wrapping up season one or? Yeah, this is the wrap up of season one. Like, I, I'm so happy not to end something, but like, I'm so happy to move on to season two. All these things are happening, like Apple podcast stuff, the subscriptions, the extra podcast episodes, the um, all that stuff's going to be in season two, new graphics, new blog posts. There's so much stuff coming. And we're just really excited to share the word of God as it, as the word of God says it and really help people grow to understand Christ more. Even people who don't are not Christians and don't understand God, they can ask us questions and we're more than happy to talk about them. Yeah. So, yeah, season one. Point of this. <laughs> yeah, season, season one's one coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Man. Season two is going to be so much fun. Dude, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Um, but can't. Oh, can't wait. I thought you said cut wait. I was like, no, that doesn't seem like fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's uh. God's got some awesome plans in store. Um, mm. We we uh, just real quick to say everybody who listens uh, and you know waits for our episodes or you know or just watches here and there, like just appreciate you guys and thank you guys for uh, for just taking the hour or so out of your day to listen to it or just the snippets that you do. Um, yeah, we just appreciate that and just ask that you continue to do so and uh, just help us, you know, be able to reach people and talk about the gospel. Yep. Yeah, it, it, this doesn't go anywhere unless we have you, the user, involved. <laughs> and, and not to get um, too sappy, guys. If there's <laughs> one person, I'm happy. That uh, That's all I care about. It's just a, like, someone can listen to this and get something out of it. And the cool thing is, is that I've been approached by, I don't know if you have yet, but um, definitely been approached by people who are in my circle. And it's like, dude, I love the episode you talked about. Uh, what is the church? I love the episode you talked about. You yeah. Know. I had one of my old coworkers. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, dude, I heard your podcast. I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? Right? It's so cool. It's like... Because they had a friend of a friend who told them, like, you know, from a small mm-hmm. circle, you know, from one of our circles to, you know, their circles. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm like, guys, like, do that? I'm like, yeah. Just, yeah. We just always talk about God no matter what. Anyways, might yeah. as well talk about it and make a podcast so people can hear. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, it's just really cool to see the interactions, to see the growth. Um, I think uh, season season one has it was close to like eight thousand people who listened to it. 
And um, it's really cool to see the growth. It's really cool to see just that kind of connection. And we really are looking forward to growing the connection, to making it uh, just more enjoyable over time. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to get this going. It's it's really awesome, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, let's pray it out. Go for it. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the opportunity that Jason and I get to talk about your word or the gospel, Lord. And uh, just that you would equip us, Lord, with the words and the knowledge of what to say. And Lord, that to anybody who's hearing this, listening to this, whether it be when it's released or months, years, you know, from now, that you would just bless them, Lord, and give them the the ears to hear, the eyes to see that you what you want them to do, Lord. That you would build the relationship, Lord. That it would be a real relationship, and that it would not just be um, fluff, Lord. But it'd be skin deep. Um, Lord, I thank you for all that you do, and all that you you know provide for all of us, and. Uh, God bless the God, the GTP. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in your name, amen. Amen. Okay, well, uh, gospeltruthproject.com. We got merch. We got dope hats that I'm rocking every day now. Um, nice. We got really cool. I mean, I looked at We got fanny packs. <laughs> Yeah, we packs. We've got yeah. hoodies. We've got aprons. I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to get an apron for when I'm queuing it up. Like, <laughs> okay. If anybody knows about Santa Maria barbecue, you know, we know we get down. Okay. So, um, check out our merch. Like we said, right now, uh, majority of that money is going to childhood cancer. Seventy five percent. 75. That's most of it. Oh, Some yeah. Some people call that three quarters. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, please do. Um, if you like any of it, I think the new design looks clean. It looks slick. Um, and it might be a conversation starter. Um, yep. Which is the biggest thing. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess next time you guys hear from me, I will be a married man. So, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, once again, just thank y'all. Uh, Jason, you got anything? Nope, feeling good. Season two, here we come. Okay, follow us on our socials, you crazy animals. <laughs> okay. I'll see you on the flippity flop. Bye. Bye. <laughs>